Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back, everyone. And this is the final part in our little series going on here on investing. Um, And it's not been massively um, lots of details on investing, but are just really getting started understanding basic information regarding investing. So I hope you've been enjoying it so far. Today, um, we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency. And the reason I thought I'd pop this in is because, especially among young people, this is a very exciting and interesting topic. And even amongst mums and dads, they're all saying, what is this cryptocurrency? What is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? I don't really understand any of it. So again, we're just going to go through the basics today. And hopefully I will be able to help you to understand what all of this is about. So let's just start with um, blockchain. And the reason I'm going to start with that is because blockchain is really the mechanism by which Bitcoin is built on. So if you look back to the past when any transaction was recorded, it was it was recorded on what we would call a ledger. This is a long time ago where a person recording this would write in the ledger, this money came in, this money went out, this money came from Mr. Smith, went to Mr. Jones, etc. That was a ledger. So if you think of blockchain as a type of a digital ledger. So every time a transaction is made, it's specifically identified and put onto a chain. Now, the beauty of blockchain is that it's very hard to tamper with. You can tamper with it, but it, um, it, it, it there's so much going on that if a discrepancy occurs, then that chain will drop off and it will go back to uh, having to be verified again. So it's a very messy thing to actually try and destroy the transaction. So what makes it um, a a little bit, you know, a lot more safer than um, an old-fashioned ledger is that people can't really make any uh, changes to it without it being noticed. So in the past, you could fudge the figures if you wanted to. You could uh, rub a transaction out and make it go to Mr. Um, like it could be instead of Mr. Smith transferring $500, it could be changed to $400, whatever. With blockchain, it's a lot more difficult than that because each block in this whole chain contains specific data in it, contains a certain fingerprint called a hash, um, and it also tells you the details of the last transaction, so the last hash. Now, all of these transactions are uploaded, 
And there are certain people um, in the whole um, bit, uh, cryptocurrency world that are what is called a miner. Um, and these people come along and verify the transactions. It's not just one person, it can be several, and they all agree that this is a correct transaction. So it's really hard to fudge the figures, if you like. So it keeps it very safe. And if they do notice a discrepancy, it goes back into the transaction pool and another miner picks it up to check out whether it's correct. So it's constantly being verified. And once a transaction is completed, it's on the chain and it can't be distorted. So it makes it a little bit more secure than what has happened in the past. People are loving blockchain and um, this whole idea because it's not uh, regulated by any one person. Um, it's not, uh, you know, you can trade in things like Bitcoin and other types of coins, and it's not regulated by any one person. Um, you can trade anonymously, so nobody knows uh, where, uh, who is doing this trading. However, you, everybody does have an address, and I'm using inverted commas with my fingers here, and you can't see me. Um, so your actual uh, wallet, or that we would refer to as where you keep your coins, um, that address is verified, which helps with the transaction. So I'm not going to go too deep, but that's the basics of what blockchain is all about. So the main and the most famous type of cryptocurrency is, of course, Bitcoin. And we see very definitely the rise and fall of Bitcoin. Um, you know, when you think about it, Bitcoin actually is an illusion. It is not real. It is a digital form of currency. And it really is just uh, something that is not physical, but it's it's made more valuable by how popular it is. It was created in 2009 by someone or some persons, a group together called Satoshi uh, Nakamoto. Sorry, I'm very bad at pronouncing that person's name. It could be a person, it could be a group of people, could be an organization, we don't know. And nobody knows who that person is. But when they created it, they created 21 million Bitcoin. Now that means that as more and more people uh, start to buy Bitcoin, um, that um, it becomes more valuable because there becomes less of it. When you first started to be able to buy Bitcoin, you purchased it for something like 65 cents per Bitcoin. And in fact, um, the miners that we talked about in the blockchain were rewarded by, given, by being given five, six Bitcoins for doing their mining. Um, so it's a bit like a payment. Now, obviously, the last time I checked, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry I've not checked for a few weeks now what the value of the Bitcoin is. Last time I checked, it was 47,000 per Bitcoin. So just imagine somebody being paid that now. No, that's not happening. They are getting rewarded, of course, but with only portions of. And so you can actually still invest in Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. It's often out of the reach of many people, but you can buy portions of it. But there's a lot of other coins on the market there. So if you're really interested in investing in this type of uh, investment, then it is called cryptocurrency you will need to go onto some sort of a platform that helps you to buy and sell. And it's like any other banking platform where you will have to supply your details concerning your identity, who you are, 
bank account details, in some instances, photograph identification so that you can trade. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people will say, have I missed the boat with Bitcoin? I should have joined a lot earlier. Obviously, if we all had a crystal ball, we would have all joined a lot earlier. Nobody knows how these things go. Um, and look, it might be too risky for some people because it really is very, very volatile. And, you know, I've spoken in the past about investing in shares and um, and and I would always suggest that for the everyday person who is not willing to check up on their investing every single minute of every day, then I would say that this would be a form of, I would call it speculative um, investing, because this really is saying, I am going to predict that this particular thing is going to raise in value. There's no real data to say why it's rising in value. It really just is based purely on popularity and what's happening out there. So for all we know, it could just be when it starts to go down in value. And this is just my personal opinion. It could be that people are out there start to really generate social media and say, you know, this is what's happening and it becomes popular again. I don't know. But I do know that we're in a world that is def very definitely changing and people are looking for ways of um, having um, a, a something of value. Some, I was going to say finances, but finances very definitely is based on surrounding money. But even money itself has become a lot more crypto in um, or let's say digital in the last few years where it's become something that is floating around there in cyberspace. And yes, we do transact between definite bank accounts, but realistically, it again is rising and falling in value depending on um, what the perceived value of our dollar is at the moment, as opposed to the yen or as opposed to the American dollar. Anyway, I digress. So it really is something that if you're looking at investing, be prepared for it to, to be volatile. There are other coins out there, so you don't need to go with Bitcoin. You can actually buy a different type of coin. There's a lot of other coins that are quite valuable. And again, these are types of coins that have come about because they're servicing a particular industry um, or an interest. There might be a coin that's being released because someone believes they've got the answer to a challenge in cryptocurrency world. Um, so uh, they're trying to get investors together that will buy their coin offerings um, to be able to put some money into the market so that they can develop their coin offering a little bit further. So a little bit like um, the initial um, share offering that we see in share trading. This would be an ish. Sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. This would be the initial coin offering. So if you look for something that is an, an initial coin offering, you'll find it a lot cheaper. But be careful because there are people out there that are just after your money. And you really need to do your research in this too. Now, you know, a lot of there's, there's a lot of young people out there that just say, I like the sound of this. I'm just going to invest a little bit of money in this and see how it goes. Look, it's that's fine. I, I do see a lot of young people interested in this and I'm noticing people love it because it's a little bit like playing a game. But you can lose money on this. Uh, you can also win big, but you can lose big as well. 
So I would add a word of warning there to just really be careful. If I was investing in Bitcoin or any kind of coin, I would be doing my research concerning who is the company that's asking for my money, who are the uh, different people involved with developing that particular coin offering, what is their background, how legitimate does it look. And definitely look at what you, what purse, what wallet you are using to be able to uh, start trading in. Sometimes there's a lot of fees associated with it. Sometimes there's a, a, a few American ones out there. And I personally believe that sometimes it's better to use an Australian wallet um, based on a platform within Australia. Uh, and the reason I say that because then there's no real conversion fee. So check out the fees before you really launch into that. So you might want to dip your toe in the water just to see what it's all about. But hopefully I've explained it a little bit more. I do see it becoming a lot more um, the ability to be able to trade with Bitcoin is happening more and more. And people are starting to ask, can I use Bitcoin to pay for that? Um, and, and as businesses, maybe we need to be ready for that. So think about that with regard to trading in the future. How are we going to be able to do that? So as this becomes more and more popular, businesses will need to look at how can they actually receive Bitcoin um, uh, or any other kind of coin. It doesn't need to be Bitcoin, but other kinds of coin too. So just a bit of an introductory guide there just to get you going. Look, there's so much information available on the web. So there's lots to read. There's some great YouTube videos on there where you can really understand what it's all about. Um, don't go in blindly. Really think about what you're doing. And of course, I'm issuing a disclaimer. There is no way I'm asking you or recommending that you trade in Bitcoin or that you buy any kind of cryptocurrency. What I really do recommend is that you broaden your education and you really think about this and check with your own personal financial advisor whether this is a good investment for you. So hopefully that helps and hopefully you will enjoy uh, having a look into that and learning more about it. And the quote for today, this was a real difficult one because I found it difficult to find what I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about being aware, uh, really understanding what you're doing, that type of thing. But I did find a pretty good one. Uh, awareness is the door through which change enters. So for me, um, that's a pretty good quote because it's talking about when you open your eyes and actually see what is available out there, usually change follows. But it also, to me, describes that you uh, the awareness brings with it the, uh, the um, ability to find out more information so that you become fully aware and then you can make some changes. So I want you to see it in that light. So not a very good quote today, but a pretty a pretty uh, good one that describes what I wanted to say. So I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you again next week. Oh, 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 oh,